What up? Welcome to Angular Air. I'm your host, Justin Schwarzenberger. And on today's episode, we are going to get a preview of Angular Connect, the upcoming Angular conference in London, uh, coming up in November on uh, 6th and 7th, November. So looking forward to it. Uh, let's get things started. We'll say hi to our panelists first. Joining us today, we got Alyssa Nichol with us. Alyssa, what's going on? Hey, everybody. So excited to be here today. Awesome. Always excitement. I love it. I love it. Bonnie Brennan, what's going on, Bonnie? Uh, not a whole lot. It's Wednesday, but I, I made it. Sometimes you switch days and I get confused, but this one I was not going to miss for anything. And um, I, I, do I even have to say how excited I am about this show? I don't think I do. No, I mean, I, I think your expression it shows it all. So uh, yeah. for the people who are listening, Bonnie's very excited. So there we go. Um, yeah, very, very excited. Yes. Uh, and our guest today, we've got uh, Pete Darwin with us. Pete, how's it going? Oh, that's, I'm, I'm so excited to be on today as well. Um, and uh, I just can't compete with the big smiles that everyone has. You know, it's, it's wonderful. But we to have see smiles how because you're here, Pete. Because when I first met you, like, I didn't realize how hilarious you were. Like, I saw you and I didn't, I was like, oh, hey, he seems nice. But then, like, it wasn't until I started, like, hanging out with people that knew you. I think it was Thomas Burleson that was like, do you really understand like how awesome Pete is? And I was like, no, Thomas, I have no idea. And then I found out like, and once I actually hung out with you, like you're so fun, but you're like stealth fun because you seem so professional. And then once you get to, you're just a, you're hilarious. I love, yeah. Yeah, I had a lot, I had so much fun at Angular Connect. I'm going to shut up now. Sorry. So, so like, no, I'm not actually paying Bonnie anything at all. You know, this is all straight true, authentic joy. <laughs> All right, so you've got a, a lot to live up to in the next, you know, fifty-five minutes here. So, uh, yeah, why don't you uh, why don't you fill in our viewers a little bit about yourself and, and stuff? So maybe some of you won't recognize me because I'm I'm. Uh, um, hold on, I have an emergency. Right. Just chat amongst yourselves for one second. All right. All right. All right, so um, we'll I still want to talk about how stealth fun is a thing now that Bonnie just started. <laughs> because sometimes, okay, I'll give you a perfect example. Dominic Elm, because we sat right next to Dominic Elm at NGComp one time, and he was so quiet, and he was just, like, very unassuming. And then we had him here in Houston, and he is the silliest guy in the world. But you don't see that until you, like, it's no. So that's stealth fun. Right. Okay. Okay. So it's like someone you meet and at first you're like, they're chill. And then like yeah. later on, you're like, but they're fun. Kind of. Exactly. But you don't see the crazy until you like, you know, <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about. I'm it's sorry, everyone. Different environments, right? People just, you know, show their different sides in different environments, wherever they're located at that moment. Right. You just have to find that right spot where they're comfortable and, and outgoing. I don't know. So, um, my emergency has been uh, delegated to my wife, so it's okay. So it was a traumatic E-string breakage at my daughter's orchestra, and they don't know what to do. What's an E-string breakage? Uh, she has a violin, and her E-string, the, the thinnest oh, string in her violin. Oh, gotcha. Okay, Not that sure. makes so much... I thought you were talking about the Easter holiday, Eastering. <laughs> okay, got it. <laughs> yeah, wrong time of the year. Um, so hopefully that'll be sorted. Anyway, um, so what were we talking about? You um, were about to tell us that we might not recognize you because you didn't have the weird glasses, and I was trying to find an image of you on stage with Shy. Um, 
but I couldn't find, I found one, but it's tiny. But anyway, that's what you were talking about. Exactly, yeah. So you'll remember me from such wonderful talks as uh, how to switch a map and things like that. Um, but also, if you come to Angular Connect, you might see me wandering the halls wearing t-shirts like this uh, as a, one of the founders and sort of co-organizers of Angular Connect, which is in its fourth year. I can't believe it. It's been, uh, it's been a wild ride so far. It was so much fun. I, Samantha and I went last year, and we had never been. We had never been to Angular Connect before. We had never been to London before. We had never been to Europe before. We felt so fancy. It was like another on another level. And then we met the White October girls, and they were just, they were so lovely. And you and you and the other organizers were very very humble. Like I wouldn't even have known that you were like running the whole thing. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. So. Um... I don't really do very much, to be honest. The White October events people are, you know, 99% of the uh, work that goes into Angular Connect. I just come along and say, well, I think the t-shirts should be gray. And I quite like the look of that logo that you got designed. And, uh, and hey, why don't we get Bonnie along to host? Because she's cool, that kind of thing. You know, all of the important stuff. Um, but uh, they, they're amazing. You know, they just, they just make it all look so easy. Yeah, they're so nice. And they're so, like they're doing everything and taking care of all of these little details and so many things and they're so busy but they're so happy at the same time and it's just great. It's I love them. Yeah, they they're, they're cool. And uh, sadly, I couldn't get any of them to come on uh, this evening to join us. But um, they were too busy working to make sure the conference is going to be awesome. So, but maybe on another event we can another uh, hangout we can uh, get them on. Maybe as a kind of a wire catch up at the end afterwards. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Okay, so uh, tell us a little about the details of of Angular Connect here. You, you mentioned it's been four years running, right? It's four years, and it's still the biggest. Uh, Angular conference outside of uh, the US with a one uh, well-known conference, which I can't put my finger on being a bit bigger, but um, uh, it's, it's massive and we'll have like over a thousand people there again this year. Um, we are really close to um, selling out the main, the main lot of tickets that we, uh, that we like our main round. And then there'll be a late, late round coming up later on, but um, it's uh, the flying off the shelves at the moment. So that's really exciting, uh, which means Isn't that the we're late round cost more. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so get it now and save some money. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I think you save about one hundred and fifty pounds, whatever. I'm not sure that maybe in dollars would be like one hundred and eighty dollars if you if you buy them now rather than in two weeks' time. So yeah, it's uh, it's going to be really exciting. Um, that means because it's going to be so busy and so uh, and so full, we're going to be able to put on lots of more stuff. Uh, we've currently got uh, an amazing 3D artist building almost full-size cardboard dinosaurs that are going to be wandering around in the uh, conference. Um, because, of course, dinosaurs is the thing this year, and. Um, I think uh, Bonnie might be able to entertain us uh, occasionally as we're going along today. But um, I mean, yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> how did the Triceratops speed up his computer? He how gave it a good ram. <laughs> so, so because I love the dinosaur theme because there's so much opportunity for puns. Like, there's just so. Um, speaking of puns, Tracy Lee is going to be there. Indeed. Yep. Yeah. She's, she's, uh, she's also. 
But yeah, if we start expecting- now, we can give her a run for her money. Yeah, we're expecting uh, some good uh, dinosaur costumes from her as well. She's always good for costumes. She would. She was there last year with the uh, antenna, the alien antenna. It was so fun. It was so fun. <laughs> and she I usually so gets someone to dress up as a banana as well. <laughs> but so, I most- don't know how she talks people into that. It's great. <laughs> so the theme is really interesting, right? It's filled with this dramatic irony. I mean, we got dinosaurs and prehistoric talk, yet we're it's a tech conference about cutting edge, right? So that's pretty crazy. That'll be interesting to see how that unfolds. I, I didn't even think thinking- of that. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just thinking like uh, there's a few of us in the team are starting to feel a bit like dinosaurs, you know, <laughs> maybe that's what it is. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm definitely getting into the, uh, the, the top 10 percentile of uh, people on the team by age. <laughs> so um, hopefully, hopefully don't, they don't think of me as a dinosaur. But, uh, uh, okay. So chaos monster in the chat just suggested a uh, onesies. Uh, I, how awesome would that be to get like a dinosaur onesie as your your goodie bag for attending the, the conference? You know, you know why he's suggesting that, don't you? It's because like ninety percent of his wardrobe is onesie. <laughs> <laughs> the man I, has entirely too many onesies. <laughs> I was really surprised at Angular Connect last year how many grown men were walking around in onesies. Actually, I was not. I didn't expect that, but it was great. It's Sebastian, and there was another one. Um, there were multiple, like grown, full-grown developers yeah. with, with awesome ones. There was a duck, and I don't remember his name, but I met a duck, a onesie duck. It was great. Yeah. It's, you never know what's going to happen. My, uh, my daughter's unicorn onesie. It's a bit, it's a bit on the small size. but, but uh, maybe If you wear a unicorn onesie that's too small for you, Pete, I, you will be my hero. Like That would be so, <laughs> so entertaining. It'll be an upgrade from borrowing her glasses to wearing her onesie. And I want to know from, I want to know from Martin in the chat what kind of onesie, and now I need to see it. So you guys all, you have to make sure and help me hold him to this because we need to see Martin's onesie. I would pay money for that. There you go. There you go. Cool. All right. So the conference is two, is two days of talks, right? And then there's workshops yeah. as well. Is that correct? Yeah. So um, so we're keeping with the same standard layout that we've had over the last few years, which is two main tracks parallel which have talks going all the way through the days both days um but then we also have additional tracks so we have uh, q a panels and um expert rooms or we call them office hours uh, where you can go and meet the uh, meet the speakers and chat with them um, we've also got these mini workshops which are kind of extended one or two hour sessions where you're a bit, bit more hands-on and uh, someone will talk you through um something uh, a little bit more depth and give you an opportunity to interact a bit more. Um, but on the main talks, we've got an absolute stellar lineup. Uh, it's really hard to get Angular, dev- like the Angular core team to come to conferences these days because they're limited to the number that they're allowed to go to because obviously they could be going to a conference every week, all year round now, Angular's so popular. Um, so we've done really well. We've got the, the two of the big cheeses, Mishko Heavery and Eagle Minar are gonna be there. Uh, obviously, Rob Rob Wormold uh, will be will be rounding things up at the end of the week and uh, end of the day. Um, we've got um, some of the some of the people working on Ivy. Uh, people like Alex Rickaba and Jason Aiden, um, and uh, also Hans Larsen's going to be there, who's uh, the the king of the CLI and schematics and things like that. So, an absolutely fantastic group from uh, Google coming to uh, to the conference this year. 
Um, and we've got, uh, for the first time, we've got Manu Murphy coming as well, who's the project, uh, I'm not sure if you call him project manager, but he's the basically the guy who holds it all together. And he's done an amazing job over the last 12 months of really um, getting the team into a shape where we can actually turn out things like Angular 7 that's about to be released uh, on time and uh, get all the features in that we expect. Because it's, it's now become such a huge beast it's really hard to keep track of the numerous different strands of development and things that are going on. So that's really cool. Um, but then we- I, I want to touch really quick on, uh, you mentioned the Q and A's and mm. the, those opportunities. I think that was one thing that, you know, from attending Angular Connect last year, I thought it was a really amazing experience for attendees is this opportunity to go into these rooms and have this panel of speakers, of, uh, you know, people that work on the Angular team. Uh, yeah be there in front and answering these this whole interaction with, with a pretty full room of people i'm just gonna have that opportunity to have that discussion uh was was awesome additional yeah there yeah we uh we started doing this i think in year one um but when we did it first time we just arbitrarily grouped developers together into panels and then um you'd find that there would be people asking totally different questions so it was difficult to to um focus the crowd who were coming in to, to talk to the panel. Um, so we, recently, over the last couple of years, we've been being more theme focused. And so this year, uh, some of the things that we're going to have in the Q&A panel, so we've got things like uh, there's a um, one about Ivy, obviously. So we're going to have you know all of the big cheeses from the Angular team in a room, and we can grill them about what on earth is Ivy, you know, because no one knows they do, but it's kind of confusing isn't it um, uh, but also very exciting and some of the ideas that, uh, that are going to be uh, um, made available through Ivy really exciting um, we're going to have a panel about tooling so that covers everything from the CLI through to um, server-side rendering and um, uh, things like uh, VS Code we've got John Papa's going to be giving a talk about things that you didn't realize you could do with Visual Studio Code he's always a favorite so there'll be a Q&A panel to grill those people. Um, we've got um, Erin Coughlin uh, from Google is coming to talk about upgrading a massive Google app uh, this year. And um, she's going to be on a panel along with uh, the fantastic Sam Julian, who is the, the go-to person about NG Upgrade. Uh, and also um, a woman called Elana Olson, who is um, was an intern this summer working with um, Stephen and Rob, and she's done some really fantastic work on um, creating a kind of an upgrade strategy tool that you can use to plan your end, your, end, your upgrade. Uh, so there'll be a panel about upgrading, which I think will be really popular because wherever I go, all the conferences I go to, there are always people coming up saying, how am I going to get my AngularJS app to Angular? You know, there's so many different feet, like with criteria you have to worry about. So those, those people will be perfect to go and uh, get a good... Uh, um, inside information from. And then we're going to do something a bit like, um, we're calling it programming or coding, but it's really about just getting some of the experts who are coming to talk to us about like some really hard, difficult coding stuff that you might not understand, ways of using Angular to be more performant, um, like best practices and how to create your components and things like that. So we've got a whole load of talks that are to do with that sort of thing. Um, and there'll be a there'll be a Q and A panel with those developers on it, um, and then we're also going to have this one which we're calling integration, and um, this is the hardest one to name because it's really about how does Angular connect with everything else. So, what libraries do we use with Angular? Which uh, services do we want to connect to? How do we set it up 
to integrate with uh, services on the in the cloud or whatever. Um, so that's a that's a really interesting area, which I think is going to become more and more exciting as um, as other third parties start to create things around Angular as well. Um, so those those are the kind of the big areas, uh, and obviously we're also we've got um, uh, one of the founders, Mike Ryan of NGRX, coming to talk to us. And everyone always likes to talk about NGRX and architecture in general. We've got people like Ward Bell coming, so they're all going to be on a panel, and they're going to have a hell of a debate. I'm sure um, you can never get Ward Bell in a room without there being uh, some contentious discussion, which will be really really fun. Um, yeah, so so the Q and A panels I think should be one of the most exciting parts of the conference, and of course that's one of the bits that doesn't get live streamed. Um, so that's one of the reasons to actually come. You know, everyone always comes for the talks because those are the big names and the big ideas. But actually, when you're at the conference, the best thing to do is to forego the talks, go to the Q and A panels, go to meet the experts in the office hour rooms, um, go and do the mini workshops where you get to do hands-on stuff and talk to people and meet people and connect. That's really what it's all about. I think that's such a good point because that's something that I that actually changed my entire career when I first started going to conferences. <laughs> because I was just a regular random uh, anonymous developer and I was pretty much a completely self-taught on Angular. There were a lot of things that I was struggling with. And when I went to um, my first conference and I started, especially Igor and, um, and Mishko and Brad, like I could not believe that like I would go up and ask, and I asked Minko uh, a question about performance. He spent like 30 minutes standing in the hallway talking to me about performance. And I'm like, I, like I'm nobody, right? And he just was like, he just like nerded out and went off and was like telling me all this stuff, answered all of my questions. And I was, I was flabbergasted that they would spend so much time talking to me just like I was just as important as them. And I'm like, do they even, like, this is like the Angular core team. These people are rock stars as far as we're concerned. And they would just like talk, they're so nice. And I, I like, you can't get that on YouTube. I didn't understand that at all. Then I went back to my office and I'm like, oh yeah, I was talking to you know Brad, and I asked him about, it. and then they think I'm a rock star, right? It was like it was so great, yeah. And I remember I was really until I went to Angular Connect, I was so scared of Hans Larsen. He was just intimidating to me because he seems so intelligent and so smart, and Mike Ryan too. Like the stuff that they're writing is so like next level, advanced, and innovative. And I thought that they were like really intimidating, and like I would never like. Mike Brocky, he wasn't scary because he's like so fun and goofy, but uh, but Hans was like kind of quiet. So I was so I was a little intimidated. But then we spent a whole day. Sam and I went and we spent a day with Hans in London after Angular Connect and we bonded. And he is another super, super silly, nice, warm person. And um, yeah. so I didn't understand when you go to these experts at Angular Connect and you ask them questions like they will actually... They will actually answer you and spend time answering your questions, and they're so nice, and you just can't really see that on YouTube. That's true, but you have to remember that um, lots of the people who work on Angular are doing it because they love it. Yeah? They love Angular, and they love being involved in it, and the team culture is very much a very positive, outward-looking one. And so when you go and ask these people things, it's not a chore for them. You know, They love talking about the stuff that they're working on. So if you talk to Minka and so say, the word performance, you know, that's like a, you know, like a, not a red rag triple, that's the wrong <laughs> metaphor, but what the opposite of a red rag triple, you know, it just completely, you know, it's like, oh, great, I can talk to someone about the thing that I love, you know. And, and the um, full nerd comes out. Yeah, 
we're all nerds and we love talking about nerdy stuff. So it was actually funny for me because I didn't know how humble they like. They don't act like they're so important. Like you, you would think I, I thought that they would all walk around like acting like, you know, big shots because they're speakers and it's not the, the culture is not like that at all. And it was no, funny because when I was young. Oh, sorry. I was going to say normally no, what they're no, doing no. before their talk, they're walking around absolutely terrified because they're about to have to give a talk in front of a thousand people. And then after the talk, they're just so exhausted with emotion that they just like too, too tired and stressed or like that, that's sort of something I was too. super amazed about. Cause I talked to some people on the Angular team after their talks and just how like relieved they were. And I was like, Oh, you're human and get stressed too. Like it was the revelation for me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Cause I didn't, I don't know. They just like Bonnie says, they seem like such rock stars. So it's, yeah. it's especially hard to imagine them as humans. Well, Mike oh, and Brandon said something about being nervous about going on stage. And I'm like, don't you know who you are? Like, do you understand how cool you are? How can you be nervous? Like, that's just crazy. <laughs> but the thing is, Bonnie, you're a wonderful catalyst. You know, I see you uh, in the halls at NGConf and, and Angular Connect, and you're just so great at drawing people out. You know, lots of us developers, we're very um, introverted, and we don't really like to make a big thing. So having someone like you around who actually gets the conversation going and really builds things up is wonderful because otherwise we'd all just be sitting, you know, around the edge of the room, like tapping you know our fingers do? like, oh, it, I don't know about talking to anyone. So. I, so I'm playing a game with all of that. You know the game, it's a kid's game with cards where you, you it's, it's called memory and you have to flip them over one at a time and match the cards. There's like two, the sets. And you know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. So that's basically what I'm doing, but with people, because I'll like meet people and just, you know, go up and start talking. And then I see somebody who's like really like, struggling with GraphQL and I'm like, oh, you need to talk to my new friend. And then I just like put them together and then go to the next pair. It's it's much fun for me. That's exactly what I mean. Yeah. It, it, you're an absolute joy to have at a conference because you're just Aww. this huge ball of energy and, and you do get, bring people together and, and get people talking. So that's great. We need more that's people. So sweet. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's fun for me. Here's where the love happens. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I mean, it's it's a it's a wonderful place to be, and and really for me, the, the these the things that happen in the corridors or outside of the the main halls is where the really interesting stuff happens. You know, while we're having coffee or uh, food, uh, wandering through the stalls, seeing all of the the sponsors and and chatting with them. You know, they, they, they kind of get a hard time because the sponsors obviously are there to promote themselves. But at the same time, they're humans and they want to have interactions. And, and they also love the code and they love the, the tacky, geeky stuff as well. So I find going and talking to some of them about what they love doing is really in interesting as well. And they'll often geek out as well and start, going, oh, we did this. And they completely forget that they were supposed to be trying to sell you something. <laughs> you know, they're just Speaking having a lot of fun. Can I say something about sponsors? And this might, and uh, Justin, you might have to edit this out later. Okay, so if you're a developer and no, you're watching lying, this, so there's really not like editing it out. So I know, but uh, okay, so if, if you're if you're a developer and you're watching this, don't tell your boss that I said this, right? But the very first time I wanted to go to a conference, I really, really, really wanted to go to a conference, and I asked my boss, and he said no, and I was upset, right? Because my boss wouldn't pay for it, and I was like. But I'm, I'm training all of my colleagues in Angular. I'm an early adopter. Like, I really want to go to this conference. My boss said no. And that was pretty much the end of it, right? No. Because if your boss won't pay for you to go to a conference, and if this is, if this is something that you're really passionate about, then you should 
And I know it's a lot of money. I know, you know, it's the travel and it's not that simple, but if there's any way that you can go to the conference anyway, pay for it yourself, bring resumes and give them to the sponsors. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, <laughs> I know that might not be politically correct, but I did it. And um, because if you are the type of developer that really is so passionate about Angular that you would actually take the week off and pay your own way and buy your own ticket, that's the kind of developer that people really, really, really want to hire. So many people want to hire you. If you're that passionate, they want to hire you. So if your boss says no, you might need a new boss. I'm sorry. You, I shouldn't say that, right? <laughs> but I'm just saying. Don't I'm, ask me I'm how totally, I know that. I'm totally with you, Bonnie. You know, if your boss says they're not going to buy your ticket for Angular Connect, then there's something wrong with that boss. They should be buying your ticket for Angular Connect. No problem. Because you're going to be a better developer. <laughs> you're going to network. You're going you're gonna to collaborate with other developers. You're going to learn so many things. And your code, when you get back to the office, is going to be super, so slick. Your but code hopefully is, you're not going to be offered another job which takes you away from the boss that paid you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, well, because if you have the kind of boss that will pay for you to go to Angular development, yeah, to, to Angular conferences, and they will invest in you, and they do care about you that much, then you don't want to leave that job. Yeah. Well, don't get me started. So many things, there's so many times that you just can't quantify how valuable the experience and the people that you met are until later on down the road. When you're working on something and you're like, oh yeah, I met this other developer and they were struggling with that too. Let me like ping them on Slack or something and, and find out what they found out. And it's just like creating this web, it A, makes yeah. it less alone, but also it helps you be more informed and just raises your developer skill because of those you're surrounding yourself with. So it really is just, an invaluable thing to add conferences to yeah. your developer uh, checklist. And, and one thing that we've really, really been keen on over the years is um, providing um, bursaries to people to be able to come who wouldn't have been able to come otherwise. So we, we have this, uh, we call it scholarships. And so every year we have a, a few dozen scholars who get free tickets and help with their costs and so on. Um, and then we sign them up with um, people who are really well known in the industry to help them out and mentor them and show them around and introduce them to people. And we've had a really positive effect, uh, impact from that. Um, and in fact, this year, I think one of the speakers, I can't remember whether they're doing a lightning talk or a main talk, is actually a, one of our scholars from last year. And they, they've- Oh my they, goodness. Who is that? Is that Ashnita? Uh, yes, Ashnita, exactly. He is all the way at the top, the very first one on the list of speakers. And I was so, that made me so happy because she was a scholar last year. And now she's a yeah. speaker. Yeah, exactly. Oh, girl. That's awesome. <laughs> so she's on an absolute rocket. And uh, and we're really happy both that she was able to come to the conference last year and that she's now going to be giving back to the conference with a speech this year. So that's really cool. And it kind of vindicates, vindicates what we did, doesn't it? So I'm really happy about that. Um, and uh, and that's also kind of uh, leads into one of the things that we do uh, during the first day, which is this community lunch. And um, the idea of this is that we are encouraging people in the community to build relationships and encourage each other to, to get into Angular and support each other and grow individuals as well. Um, and so we have a lunch where anyone who's heavily involved in the community organizing meetups and things like that can come along and we can exchange notes and have uh, networking to try and help each other out. Um, and the Ang London meetup uh, has just this year, the one that Josh and Ed and I run, we've just started um, another bursary, which we can, which um, other meetups can apply to 
because we've got some money that we've made through Angular Connect. We've put it to one side and then some of the uh, other meetups can actually apply to us and say, look, we'd love to fly this speaker in or help this person. Um, and they can apply to us for a bursary to help with that as well. So lots of what we do in Angular Connect is, is about the community and trying to improve it rather than just making a simple conference. Yeah, it's about the bigger picture. And uh, uh, the other lunch that we have, of course, is the diversity lunch. And that's all about getting a conversation going about the, the massive inequality in, in the IT industry and how can we uh, how can we make that better? There are no simple answers. You know, every year we have this lunch and we go over the same issues and we we throw around ideas and no one's come up with a panacea. But um, I think we're slowly getting there. You know, and having growing people and getting them to come back and give speeches, um, it's it's a it's a it shows that things are starting to get better. So so definitely come along to that if you're interested. You don't have to be from a. Uh, underrepresented background to come to that lunch. You can just come along if you're interested in, in improving diversity in, in Angular as a, as a wide community. You know what I loved about that lunch? It was so, there, there's so much positive energy. And I, I sometimes, you know, and, and, and I guess I'm not very politically correct today. So Jason, uh, Justin might have to, you know, edit me out again. But sometimes when people talk about diversity and talk about, you know, feminists and stuff like that, Sometimes it's like, hey, somebody said something that offended me, and there's like all these like negativity and, and hostility. But sometimes when you talk about diversity, you talk about lifting people up. And when the conversation is phrased in that way, it's so empowering. And we're not talking about what somebody said to offend us. Like that's that's you know, that is a conversation, but this conversation is like, hey, how can we help you? How can we make you more confident? How can we, how can we, you know, promote you to more opportunities? And how and it's just the whole. It was just this really empowering. It was great. I loved it. Yeah, and so from the point of view of a conference, it's things like what can we do as conference organisers to make it easier for you to come to the conference and for you to be here. So have things like inclusive toilets now, uh, which we just hadn't thought about until someone raised it at the diversity lunch. You know, if you're um, uh, in gender transition you might not feel comfortable going into the men's toilets or the ladies' toilets because you're sort of uh, halfway between or something. And uh, this person said to us, look, if you just had the what are currently labeled disabled toilets as toilets for anyone, you know, inclusive toilet, then I would feel more comfortable going there because I don't want to take away from a disabled person's toilet and use that when uh, when it's not signposted as that. So just a simple change like that makes them feel more comfortable and makes them happier coming. Um, we've doing we've started a couple of years ago having the um, automatically uh, typed up um, ty uh, the subtitles. Um, I've forgotten the word where where basically someone Close sits captioning. there. Closed captioning. Yeah. So someone types in all of the speeches so that people who are hard of hearing get to. Uh, follow along and actually it turns out it's really useful for people who can hear perfectly well as well because sometimes you just want to catch up on what the person's saying and you can just quickly read back through what oh and there's other things like for me I actually watch every tv show and every movie at home with closed captioning on um it's just one of my quirks I think I have trouble processing sometimes and my husband got so tired of me going what did they say like even though the volume's all the way up so for me, like when conferences do that or like different videos, like tech videos have that on it, I just feel so grateful. And um, so I, I can't imagine even having a disability 
on top of that. And so, yeah, no, I think mm. it helps a lot of people. <laughs> the best moment. The, I, Martin just said it in the chat. I was, if you were there for Hans Larsen's intro to schematics talk, those cat, the closed captioning people that are typing are amazing. Like they, I was so impressed because it was like schematics, 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 like all it like there was, and he was up there talking really fast and saying schematics, schematics, schematics over and over again. And it was just like, and after, and you see the moment in his talk, you have to watch this. I don't know if you can see it on YouTube, but you see the moment when the closed caption typist just like rage quits. It's just like, what even happened there? It's the greatest. If you, if you haven't seen that, you have to watch it because it's so, I don't know if you can see it on YouTube, but it was great. Schematics, it was great. The closed they captions were really good. very good fun. Yeah, they gave an amazing lightning talk last year um, about how closed captioning and, and stenography works. And she did a live oh, demonstration seriously? of it. Seriously, that's so cool. So that's not online somewhere. I need to look that up. Yeah, and if you're doing be, tech yeah. talks, it's an extra challenge because tech because developers say all kinds of weird stuff on stage that's not even a word. Yeah, so actually what we have to do is send them a vocabulary list before. Honestly, I'm not joking. You have, we have to send them a list of the weird words like transclusion and things like this that they're never going to heard of before and probably wouldn't know how to Because start. these aren't really in the dictionary? Yeah, well, that one I think was made up by Mishko, possibly. <laughs> Martin said that uh, uh, that the that they talked to the the, the Angular Connect. Um, what do you call a, a closed caption typist? Stenographer. Stenographer. Yeah, he talked to the stenographer, stenographers after, and they said Mike uh, Mike and Hans were like the fastest speakers they ever had, ever. <laughs> and with the schematics, 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 very yeah. fast. I so, think we yeah. were trying to um, get one of the stenographers to, uh, when Shy was talking, to just start typing something completely not what he was saying, just for a laugh and see if anyone noticed. They were so fun. But yeah. like, you really have to pay attention to catch them being silly. But when you do catch them, it's the greatest fun. So one of the things that really uh, resonated with me in attending the conference last year was just the amount of uh, human care and empathy that just kind of permeated throughout the entire conference, but wasn't really like in your face there. Uh, you just had it, the organizers, everybody just just made sure it was present and there throughout. And you really felt, I mean, I really felt that as 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 an attendee and, and um, just watching the whole process of, of all the inclusion, all just little, little phrases here and there after talks and thanking the speakers and things like that. It just, I felt went a long way for a, a difference maker in a, in a conference in, in Angular Connect and what it brought. Um, well, we're very polite in Britain, so, you know, it's important for us to have a good etiquette. <laughs> it's almost like you can tell you can tell how much people care. It's a little thing, but it's kind of an indicator when you have vegetarian and vegan options that are just offered for everybody without specifically asking. It's a little thing that you might not pay attention to unless you're vegan, but it's just something that, like, you can see that it's these are these vegan options that are just out there with everybody, and you have to be sick. It's just, it's just there. It's nice. I mean, this is one of our underlying goals is to try and make everyone just feel really welcome, really happy, very comfortable, not to have to try at all. You know, they should just be able to come, enjoy the content, enjoy the interactions and, and feel like there's, there's no um, friction. There's no, there's nothing stopping them from doing what they want to do. Um, you know, what was something that was really exciting and happy. There was a moment of great happiness for me. And I don't know if it was just me or anybody else felt this, um, and uh, don't let it go to your head, Pete. I don't know who was in charge of this, but whoever was, it was such a good moment because at the very beginning of Angular Connect, like right before the keynote, there's this, there's this moment. 
everybody's in their chairs and the lights go down and then there's this like whole like the lights are on all of the walls like all of the walls have like these alien and there's music and it was just like okay i was like there was like, so much the, the lights and the music were just i don't i can't ex it, you guys probably can't the, understand like how cool it was from behind the moon it was, it was so taken cool. from uh, it was an animation that we did based on the the beginning of um Space, space Odyssey 2001, you know, yes, with the with, with the, the trumpets, music. yeah, with the horn uh, fanfare. It was so, kind of epic, Pete. Well, there might be something similarly epic this year, but you'll have to come if you want to find it. <laughs> okay, so you gave us this think awesome Jurassic pro tip about you know don't attend the talks, go to all these other events because you're there at the conference, so take all this stuff in, right? Because the talks are recorded. But we also, you know, want to give some love to our speakers and, and the talks that are coming, right? So can you tell us a little bit about uh, what topics are getting covered, who's talking and that sort of thing? Yeah, so um, I listed a few of the some of the Googlers who are already uh, who are coming, and they may, most of them are going to be talking about things like uh, Ivy. Um, but Martin Probs is going to be giving a really interesting talk about Basil, because this has now become a massive thing inside uh, Google and uh, and the Angular team has completely embraced it and uh, it can revolutionize uh, some of your build um, approach if you do it right but it is quite an epic thing to set up so I think his talk will be really useful um, uh, we've also got uh, Olivier Coombe who's uh, on the core team um, lives in uh, France and he's um, the man to go to about internationalization and uh, he'll he'll be giving a talk about that and Ivy. So I'm really I'm really keen to see him. Um, I mentioned uh, Mike Ryan already. Uh, his talk is actually entitled something like "You may not need RxJ uh, NGRX," <laughs> but you definitely so that, need RxJS. Yeah, you need RxJS, but you might. His talk is you, maybe you don't need NGRX, which is cool. So hopefully he's going to be telling us why why we do need it for some scenarios, I guess. Um, and you guys have to know nice Mike, to do it. Mike Ryan is one of those stealth fun people because he's one of the people that I thought was super intimidating. He's very, very smart. But he, if you just pr trust me, go up and talk to him. He's the nicest. He's like a big mm -hmm. teddy bear. He's so nice. But you have to go talk to him. Yeah. And yeah. can I say, can I do it? Because um, I'm, <laughs> I'm really excited about Anna and Sherry. And I know Sherry List from last year, and she's so fun. And I, yeah. I've been following Anna on, on uh, Twitter for a long time, and I'm a huge fan, but I have not met her in person yet. And they're talking about the good, the bad, and the ugly um, architecture. And so those two are talking together, and that's going to be super fun just because of who they – I don't know if you follow these girls on Twitter, but they're so fun. And um, there was another one that I was really excited about. I'm well, if you want, excited, by the way, if you want to um, get to know Anna and uh, Sherry a bit more, they've done a little mini introduction video to their talk which uh, we're hoping to tweet about in the next couple of weeks. So keep an eye on our Twitter feed for a, a little YouTube video from them standing in front of uh, standing in front of the uh, really cool place in Copenhagen. I've forgotten what it's called now. It's like the, the fun fair place that everyone goes to when they're in Copenhagen. I, um, love, people Gardens. I love people who don't take themselves too seriously. This is why Alyssa and I get along so well, because <laughs> it's just because you have to have fun, you know? And I'm also really excited about Ashnita's talk, which this is like, this is like uh, like feeding vegetables to children because they don't necessarily know that they want it. But the difference between element ref, template ref, and view container ref, because I've been doing Angular for years and I never really paid a, a lot of attention to DOM manipulation 
because it's not as like exciting as NGRX and all this like cool stuff that we're doing. But honestly, dom manipulation is- You shut your things. mouth, ma'am. You shut your mouth. It's exciting. <laughs> I well, I know, but I, I didn't realize like dom manipulation, I just like really learned it just in the last year or so. And, and I just learned all these little tricks. Like this is something you're gonna use every day. And it's and it's just makes your code cleaner and nicer and it's really good. Thing. And she's talking about that, um, so I'm excited about that too. I'm excited about a lot of things. If you want to see another really good um, double act, we've got um, Kapuna Hele Wong and um, Uri Shaked doing a talk about injectors. It's the Hawaiian be... girl. Yes, exactly. I freaking love her. She is so She's like so I just cool, want to hug her. And Uri is an. Ori's another one that I thought was scary, but he is the not the, those oh, no, two are going to be scary. You think the weirdest people are scary, man? Because like, if they're quiet and like I, I know, and I get I get in, I get the most intimidated by the people who I think are the most smart people. So like if I see them at a conference on stage and they're talking about something that's like really cool and goes way over my head, I'm automatically intimidated and then I'm like hesitate to approach those people because I'm scared. And then like once I realize like how fun they are, then I'm then I'll just walk up to them and be like, "So, Uri, talk to me about IoT." And you know, it's like it's it's yeah. but those two are going to be so much fun. And they're climbing <laughs> yeah, the I'm so excited. which is going to be another like deep dive into something really technical and angular. And I think uh, this year we've managed to capture like some really nice mix of talks between sort of uh, stuff that's introductory. So like in our mini workshops, we've got um, Paul Gschentner and Christian Kostadinov doing uh, their material, introduction to material, which is going to be fantastic. Everyone loves that. But then at the same time, you've got people like uh, Uri and, uh, and Kripuna Hele doing like a real deep dive into that. Um, what are they talking? What are the, what are Uri and Kopenhauer talking about? Injector. It's called the talk's called climbing the injector tree. I think so. It's basically about understanding. You, if you haven't really looked into it, it's quite complicated because you actually have multiple injector trees inside um, an Angular app. Especially if you start doing lazy loading, it can get really confusing knowing where exactly your services are coming from. Whether you're going to create new services if a new injector gets created and so on. So, and Uri uh, takes risks on stage. Like you never know what's going to happen when Uri goes on stage because sometimes you, know, you just kind of have to. He just did a blog post talking about uh, like live coding on stage. Yes. Yeah, and about it was it was really neat. Sarah it, had a lot of, it had a lot of tips, and it was a very like vulnerable and raw post because he was like, yeah. "And look, here's where I messed up in these two videos." Right? Like he's he does take yeah. risks, but. I think it makes him a better speaker because of it. And the fact that he's thinking about that makes me feel as though maybe he and Kapuna Heli are going to actually do some live coding at Angular Connect. Mm -hmm. So that's <laughs> let's fingers crossed it all goes well. <laughs> no, it, sounds, um, it sounds like there's a lot of topics now that are uh, on to like how do we do things now with this Angular platform that we've kind of learned, you know, the mechanics of it, and now it's really about how are we implementing these strategies, these these things that we face, you know, going forward. Um, which feels like that's the kind of the pulse of where we're at too, and in, in just the overall thing with Angular Seven coming out and and things like that. Um, yeah, I mean, as a platform, Angular is really stable. You know, one of the things that uh, lots of the big corporations that are starting to use Angular now really appreciate is how they've managed to move through three major versions now without really making massive breaking changes. So it's quite easy to stay on the on the front leading edge. Um, but at the same time, they're making these big underlying changes which provide opportunities like IV is underneath the hood is a massive change to the way that the uh, rendering works. But they're going to great lengths to stop it from, from impacting on your average developer. 
Um, one of the topic, one of the subjects I'm actually working on at the moment is called the Angular Com Compatibility Compiler. NGCC, and hopefully no one will ever have to see this or know about it, and it'll just run quietly in the background and make sure everything's compatible for you when you move to the new uh, Angular 7 stuff or when we turn on iView fully. So uh, we put a lot of effort not just into making cool toys that you play with, but also making sure that, your, that the Angular workflow is actually going to be maintained and that as a big corporation, you don't have to constantly reinvent everything and rebuild things all the time. Um, and I wanted to um, pick up a couple of other talks, which I think should be worth picking up and seeing, uh, whether you're at the conference or not, because you can watch it on the live stream. So um, we've got um, uh, Grant Timmerman, who's a Googler, and he's going to be giving a talk about how you can use Angular to build stuff inside Google um, Suite, so inside GDocs and Google Docs and Google Spreadsheets and so on, and how you can actually add on to the front end of that using Angular, which I think is really exciting for lots of people who are using Google Docs as, and Google Spreadsheets as their sort of fundamental business processes. So that's a really good one. Um, we've also got uh, Stefan Baumgartner and uh, Katrin Freihofner. I think I've pronounced those correctly. Um, Look, they've, they've been doing loads of work in their company of um, how to interact, integrate Sketch with Angular. And the idea is sort of automating your design so that your designers can actually work in Sketch and build up the designs, and that can flow straight through into Angular code, so speeding up that whole process. And this is, again, about that sort of idea of tooling that's going to work on top of this very stable platform to make you know, the developers' lives easier. Pete. I have to know, I have to ask you, and I don't know if you know or if you're allowed to tell us, but I swear we won't say anything. We won't tell anyone. Can you There's give no us one else any, here. I know. Everybody don't tell, okay, shh. Can you give us any secret, super behind the scenes information about what Shai Resnick has been up to lately? Because I see him on the list and I know he's doing a talk and I just want to know, you know, can you tell us? We won't tell anybody, I swear. So Shai, Shai has just become really boring. And like he just wants to do really no technical, way. dry talks now. You know, you can't get a laugh out of him at all. In fact, Say he probably doesn't so. even know any dinosaur jokes anymore. He's like wiped them all from his memory. Or at least that's what he tells me. But I've just got a feeling that his talk is not going to be as straight as uh, as he's portraying. Yeah, There's going to be a little resnick in there, isn't there? <laughs> no, I don't. I'm, in, I'm either completely in denial or that cannot happen because Shy is epic. It's hard to have a conference without a shy in it, I think, really, because he's be just so, so much sad. fun. <laughs> so shy is going to be winding up the beginning, the end of the first day, and so uh, he'll be doing the last talk on the first day before we go into the evening, uh, when we have our lightning talks, and um, we're going to be showing a dinosaur film. Sadly, we couldn't get Jurassic Park; they've blocked it. I think it's because they just released the latest version of the new trilogy of films. So. Martin wants to know if there's going to be a pre-gathering on Monday. Well, there is always a speaker's dinner, um, which uh, allows us to tell the speakers that they're not allowed to swear on stage and all of that kind of stuff. Um, or put up any dubious photographs of themselves, like Shy did once. Anyway, um, uh, but I'm sure that there will be a crowd uh, arriving on the Monday, and they'll be looking to go out. Uh, okay, I you guys, if you're going to be there on Monday, reach out to Martin. Reach out to Chaos Monster because he just volunteered to organize it. Awesome. 
But, uh, <laughs> but he did. What you but he did. <laughs> is that um, the 5th of November, which is the Monday, is bonfire night in the UK. And I don't know if you know about this in, in America, it, but uh, we have this massive fireworks display thing going on. Yeah, is on that not like your 4th of July kind of or not really? Well, it, it's similar in terms of its ex- amount of explosives that happen, yeah. And um, it's rather morbidly celebrating the fact that some bloke called Guy Fawkes and a few other people tried to blow up the Houses of Parliament in 1700. Remember, remember the 5th of November. So exactly. is it like celebrating that it didn't happen? Yeah, so they caught him and they tortured him horrendously and then hung Drew and quartered him and then probably threw him on a bonfire. And so for many years, they would then start to, every 5th of November, have a bonfire and make a copy of this person, call it the guy, and you'd put the guy on the bonfire and then burn him. And, and you can have the mask. And if you don't think yeah. that's bloody and vicious enough for you, you have to go visit the Tower of London because yeah. their history is very um, violent. Hey, this, this bonfire night is a really good heads up for people that are going to come to Angular Connect that had never been to London before, yeah. like me last year. And when you look out your hotel room, you see the neighborhoods are like on fire and things are going crazy. <laughs> like, it's all good, right? That is a very good heads up. That don't be scared good. unless you, you have a guy with a mask on. Yeah. If you time your flight in, you might actually be sort of flying through the fireworks going off all over London. Um, but uh, sadly, lots of the lots of the fireworks displays will happen over the weekend. So unless you get there early enough, you might miss them. But there's usually going to be some actually on the fifth as well. So if you're at a loose end on on Monday and um, Martin's not organised anything for you, so then you could just go and have a look around, and you'll probably find some display on somewhere, and you can go and watch some fireworks and have fun. And if you've never been to London. Especially if you've never been to Europe, if you're uh, coming from over here like like we did, you have to stay in London for an extra day or two. You have to just plan on it because you can't go over there and then like you have to go and tour. There was, was Sam and I stayed for an extra couple of days after the conference, and it was like it was so worth it. It's good fun. You'll enjoy London if you've not been here before. You'll have a lot of fun. Hopefully, the conference will be fantastic. But then you can just spread your wings and see the big city. Yes, three words, Kath Kidston store. Ooh. <laughs> She's like my favorite designer. And I actually found her back in like college when I was studying design because I loved her like wallpapers. But then I found out she actually like has a store with products. So the stores yeah, in anytime I'm in. Yeah, is there? There's the one. There's like a multiple. <laughs> okay. My so favorite thing was the uh, Greenwich Village, which I... <laughs> I was trying to read the, the, the underground, the subway, and I didn't, and I'm from Texas. So I was walking around asking people how to get to Greenwich. And they were like, what? You want to go where? Greenwich? What? And then, but I finally found it. It's Greenwich, by the way. And, uh, and I went to the, uh, the Royal Observatory, which was so great and fun. So just don't go the on the tube and ask the them. Meridian. Yeah. Yeah. We have, but we were on the Prime Meridian taking so many. It was so fun. We had so much fun. But people will look at you funny if you ask them how to get to Greenwich. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're at the top of the hour, so we better wrap it up. Uh, any last thing? Can you give last details about Angular Connect, and then we'll go to some picks, and then we'll call it a day. Uh, so just be aware that um, our main round of tickets are selling out. Um, we close them officially at the end of next week, but they might not last that long. You know, there's literally tens of tickets in the main round less, left, so 
definitely jump on those. There will be more tickets available close to the conference, but they'll be more expensive. So if you're thinking of coming, this week's the time to get your tickets in. All right, very cool. All right, let's do some picks. Anybody have any picks? I have a pick. All right, go for it, Bonnie. Uh, my friend Sam Juline just released uh, uh, NGRX authentication tutorial on the Auth0 blog. It's glorious. So if you're trying, to, if you're using NGRX, if you're thinking about using NGRX, and if you have any kind of login, go check it out because he's a really good teacher, and that is like hot off the presses, and it's it's really great. Cool. All right, Alyssa. Uh, so my pick is, can I just do with the screening thing really fast? So just like right quick. Can you see that? Yeah, you see it? No, maybe? Yes. Okay, awesome. So I made a tweet uh, today that I was talking to Steven, and there's some fake news going around about Angular 7 features, including uh, the splitting of Angular Core, uh, NG Compiler oh. fake news, Angular Mine and AI Store. So I just wanted to give people a heads up about that. And if you, I don't know how to stop screen sharing. Thank you. Uh, so yes, if you see this, please, um, like if you see it being shared, because I've seen it in multiple articles, um, please help to spread the word about the fake news. So yeah, that is my, my update. <laughs> Can I say one more thing that I almost forgot about Angular Connect? And uh, Alyssa, I think you're sharing your screen, which just has me. <laughs> okay, if you, and I know we said this at the top of the hour, but I'm just gonna say it again, because I wanna make sure that you guys are paying attention. If you come to Angular Connect, you will uh, be have way more fun if you are um, prepared with many dinosaur puns, because you're gonna get extra bonus points for dinosaur puns. And not dinosaur pens, but puns. Puns. Yeah. And if you come up to me at Angular Connect and tell me a pun, I will be very excited. She'll get them tattooed on her arm, each one that you tell her. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right, uh, Pete, do you have anything? So I've, just got, I've just got one small tweet uh, pick, uh, which I just thought was quite interesting. Uh, there's a, a company in the Ukraine called Actvio. They're coming to Angular Connect, and I think they might even give us a little lightning talk about this. But they've just uh, open sourced um, a UI kit for Angular called Nebula, and uh, I'll leave the link in the in the chat later. Uh, but it's pretty cool, and it's got some nice authentication uh, components in there as well. So that might fit well with some Julian stuff. So definitely check them out. I think it's uh, it's definitely got going places. This one. Nice, nice. Okay, so um, Angular Connect. The talks are going to be streamed. Is that correct? The two main talks. Uh, rooms get streamed all throughout the whole conference. Okay. So you and then can recorded, follow so you along. Can watch them later as well. Correct. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So then that's my pick is is the content coming out from Angular Connect that'll be here very soon. So if you can't make it, then you can still get you know some of that great content. So. And if you are going to Angular Connect, then now is the time to buy your plane tickets because you're going to get the best price. Well, first of all, you're going to get the best price if you buy your Angular Connect, Connect, Connect ticket now before the price goes up and also buy your plane ticket. You have like almost exactly a month. So do it now, now. Bonnie, you're an Angular connector. You're a travel agent. I mean, <laughs> anything else you want to do here before we end the show? She's also a dinosaur comedian. Uh, because I'm so excited, you guys. I had so much fun last year. And I love, and I'm so excited to see the White October girls again because I made friends with all of them.
They're looking forward it's to like seeing you too. Great. And thank okay. you so much for having me on this uh, this session. It's been yes. really lots of fun. Pete, thank you very much for sharing your time. We really appreciate you coming on. Cool. Thank you. All right, everybody. Have a good one. We'll catch you later. See you next week. Bye. See you.